Hey, how's it going? This is the Zach Peters Podcast. I'm Zach, and I am so glad that you are watching or listening to this. And I just want to say, I hope this encourages you. I hope it inspires you. I hope it helps you grow spiritually and, and mentally, help, uh, get you uh, closer to God, and hope you connect with this uh, message or connect with me on some level. Uh, we are talking about something very brief today, um, but it, it's sad in a way that so many churches can't open up their services right now. It's weird. It's strange. But for me, problems are just opportunities in, in disguise, and it is necessary but unfortunate Yet I, I genuinely, genuinely believe that this challenging time can, can be something that helps us as Christians and helps the church as a whole grow spiritually and practically to be more effective, to be more efficient, and to be more impactful in everything that we do in the long run. And the more we uh, go to try to solve problems in this moment, the more we will find we are strengthened after the moment is done. And so I have uh, three or four things that I just want to bring to attention that might be positives that come out of this moment. Number one is this season can be a reminder not to forget the blessing of having a building where we can meet together in the hundreds and even the thousands. In the grand scheme of things, we have such excellent buildings and facilities in the United States of America to, to meet in, to worship together. A lot of buildings have air conditioners. They have nice equipment, nice chairs, bathrooms, lights. Even uh, the most rundown church still has some of the basic things that churches in other countries would love to have. Normal things that we, we look over every week will become uh, more valuable to us when we get back. And so the next time we're in a church building meeting together, let's give crazy thanks for four walls, air conditioning and, and, and chairs. Those are great blessings from God that we overlook all the time. But in this season, we can be reminded about how great those things actually are for us. Number two, and it's re related to the first, let's not take for granted the people that we get to worship with every week. You have different jobs, you have different problems, you have different lives, but you, you have the same love and appreciation for the same God, and that's incredibly special. And so when we come together in the hundreds and even in the thousands to worship, we are providing the world a glimpse of love and unity that God is bringing to completion on earth right now. It's not It's not 100% done, but we offer glimpses. We're, we're a city set on a hill for all to see God doing awesome things. And, and for my life, I forget how powerful uh, gathering uh, people who love God can be. When you're all together and you all love the same God and you all have the same passion for God, it becomes more than just a Sunday or Wednesday habit. Church gatherings become um, a moment a power, compelling examples of what God is capable of doing when brothers and sisters love Jesus Christ. Number three, this moment will help the church find more ways to engage with others using technology we have available. The church will have to adapt and grow, and it doesn't have to go back to the old way when this moment's done. The church can develop engaging live streams where, where passionate people care for people online and you engage with conversations, you 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 pray for people and when they uh, they post needs, there's a million different ways to connect with people online. And it doesn't substitute for the real thing, but whenever we add that back in to the real thing, you've added a whole nother layer of ministry that you didn't have before. Churches will have to make easier giving. 
Um, and, and there are thousands of ideas out there for how we use technology to engage with other people as a tool for helping people hear about Jesus for the first time and as a tool for strengthening people who already believe in Jesus. A lot of churches already do some really awesome things, but, but at the end of this process, I think more churches will, will be sort of engaging using the technology they have to grow the kingdom of God. Number four, and we're almost finished. We can have a rebirth of the New Testament house churches, the New Testament house churches. We can bring Christ back home and not box them into a building uh, during a particular time of the week. And families can watch church online together. They can worship together at home. Uh, one of the coolest memories that I have are those, those times when my mom and dad turned all the lights down low, all the TVs were off and worship music was playing. And they decided that we were going to pray as a family. And maybe they prayed a lot longer than I prayed as a kid, but I still remember those moments and it impacted my life. So, so maybe this is a rebirth of moments where, where, where families can take responsibility for their, for their spirituality. Maybe the pastor or pastors of a church can have a devotion and they, they can lead it in small groups. They can lead it through Zoom, um, family by family by family. What if parents at home simply read scripture together, prayed, and just sang a simple worship song together? I think that would be something spectacular and brilliant for the development uh, of the entire church family. And what if we acted like we had a personal responsibility to make ministry happen regardless of the day of the week, regardless of who our pastor was, regardless of what church we were at, the church building, or how or how great the message was somewhere else. What if we recaptured the priesthood of all believers for our lives? I think that would be a positive thing to come out of this moment. If we act on the real problems that we are facing with steadfast faith that God will provide the gifts and the provision necessary to continue the church, then I believe the church can thrive not just today in this moment, but it can be strengthened for tomorrow's church when this moment is over. Uh, to not take for granted the blessings of church facility of a church facility is a very small step. To not overlook the power of coming together is a very small step. Using technology to help others hear about Christ and help others uh, grow in Christ is a small step. Recapturing the beauty and the simplicity of the New Testament church is a small step. Remembering that we all have a personal responsibility to grow closer to God. Uh, and leading our families is a very small step, yet every hike, every trip starts with small steps and ends with small steps. The journey to Mount Everest, and I love, being, I love climbing stories, so this means something to me, but every journey to Mount Everest starts with small steps and ends with small steps. Greatness, success, and advancement happen when we as individuals and as a church take small steps every day to do better to solve problems, and achieve success for the mission that God has given us today. This is not a scary time. And, and, and it's okay to not understand what's going on. It's okay to, to lament uh, losing people. It's okay to lament losing a job. But this is a time of promising solutions for the church and for Christians. New energy and new people to step up. The future is bright for Christianity and for the church, and we're not helpless. We're not helpless. We're, we're not punched out. This is not a knockdown, knockout fight that we're in. We've already won. So this is a time for improvement. This is this is time for advancement. And it's time for us to live like we have faith that God can do something even in the storm. God bless you guys. I love you. And I'll see you next time.